Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Palmer. This episode is an author express. Our guest is a retired detective with no formal training or Harvard degree. He's written behind the scene novels of his former employer. With great attention to detail and a sarcastic flair, he exposes the good, bad, and the ugly of America's largest police department. This author of humorous books speaks with a sense of humor and about many topics in law enforcement. Welcome, Vic Ferrari. It's great to meet you. You too. I write under the name Vic Ferrari. I'm a retired NYPD detective. I've written six books, four of which are based about humorous behind the scenes look at the New York City Police Department, who, you know, how the NYPD works, things you would never imagine, the interesting criminals I arrested, the colorful characters I worked with, embarrassing moments, things that have gone wrong. Confessions of a Catholic High School graduate, which is about me growing up in the Bronx in the late 70s, early 80s, being a punk kid and turning my life around and going into law enforcement. But my last book, Confessions of a Catholic High School Graduate, yeah, that deals with growing up in the Bronx in the 70s. Like I grew up in a neighborhood, I like to say it was Irish, Italian, and the mafia sprinkled in. And my neighborhood was the type of place you didn't call the police usually. Um, Mm -hmm. People handle things themselves. Um, If you were screwing around with the wrong guy's sister or the wrong guy money, someone would visit you with an Abraham Lincoln mask and a baseball bat. Um, so there was like what you see on television with the mob and the social clubs and the guys hanging out with the wife beaters, sunning themselves. Yeah. I used to see that all the time. And a lot of guys I grew up with went that route. Unfortunately, um, my dad worked at a wholesale meat place, which was controlled by the mafia, which I didn't know I was a little boy. And, uh, I like to tell the story. I went to work with him one day and I went up to the second floor and a guy come bouncing down the stairs and the guy was, help me, help me. And Carmine and Anthony are walking down the stairs after him and they're laughing. And the guy's like, help, help. And they go, oh, Vic, don't worry about him. He's just a friend of ours. And they picked the guy up and threw him out in the street. So my dad was cutting meat. And I go, dad, you know, Carmine and Anthony threw this guy down a flight of stairs. And he goes, just, just keep working. I'll, I'll find out what's going on. So later that night when we were heading home, I brought it up again. And my father said, well, he goes, <laughs> he goes, some people don't learn. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, that guy's a shoplifter. He got caught once before. They told him never to come back. Today, they caught him with a slab of ribs down his pants. So they brought him up to the second floor and they put his hands in a vice. So, you know, things got handled a lot differently. Like you, you, my experience as a kid in the Bronx, probably a lot different than, you know, your, your upbringing. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like a sheltered Canadian right now, <laughs> but in a good way, um, you know, I, I didn't, I grew up in a rougher neighborhood of this city and there, but to be honest, I didn't get to, I just did, my nose was pretty clean. I was really busy. I worked in, I had a full-time boyfriend and really didn't have time for anything outside of school and work and you know that kind of thing so well it keeps you out of trouble right but I mean I think sometimes it can keep you a little naive so I I have a feeling your books are probably um quite an eye-opener and rather enlightening and as an author that's published yourself what do you wish you had done or known before you published my first couple of books I didn't have the editing process down correctly you know, I, I didn't I didn't know anybody in editing. Um, I was very uh, skeptical about a lot of services that I saw online. And I had heard horror stories of people getting ripped off, sending off their manuscript and getting it back half assed or not getting their manuscript back at all. That actually happened to me once. Mm. So 
I went through people I know, English teachers and things and different people to help me edit my first two books. I look back and the books, they're fine, but they could have been done a lot better. Now I found a great company. It's worked out wonderful for me. I wish I knew about them prior to get involved in writing. It's a Canadian mm -hmm. company They're and they work well with first time authors. I'm a Canadian. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you know, we're a fun bunch. Yeah. And I've always liked Canada. I've been up there a couple of times. I've always enjoyed it. Well, I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Have you been here? I have not. I've been to Montreal. I've been to Toronto and I've been, uh, where did we go the last time? Quebec, Quebec city, which was beautiful. Oh, primarily East. Yeah. Well, if you come in July, we have a wonderful world-renowned stampede, which is a, a festival that's 12 days of lots of fun and rodeo and, and rides uh -huh. and uh, all kinds of fascinating things. That does sound fun. Well, where do we find your books? If you go to the Amazon section and just go to books and type in Vic, V-I-C Ferrari, got brilliant covers on them. and That is, wow. Okay. So are you on any other platforms before besides Amazon? No, just, just, just Amazon right now. Okay. There's a lot that can be done to help you out with a wider reach with regard if you were looking to branch out past Amazon. I tried that. You know, the, here's the thing. So if you go with, and I, I know what you mean. Um, if you, if you go exclusively with Amazon and you do the Kindle unlimited. Yeah. So once you get into the Kindle unlimited, Amazon subscribers that pay $10 a month can read any ebook unlimited. And I get paid a couple of pennies per page turn. Yeah. However, and that is a nice stream of revenue for me, but Amazon will not let me make my event, my ebook available anywhere else. If I'm going to go, I can't, I can't have both. I can't be in, enrolled right. in Kindle unlimited and have my book, my ebook on another platform. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? It's the rules. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, I, originally before Kindle Unlimited, I had my book on a couple of other different platforms. And, and this is years ago. This is like six, seven years ago. So forgive me. I don't remember. But my books really weren't selling on the other platforms. Amazon, I mean, to their credit, has basically cornered the market. What are you doing with regards to platforms, social media, marketing, those sorts of things? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Goodreads, and it's work. So after I do a podcast interview, right, with someone, I always tell the host, please send me the link. Mm -hmm. And when when it's edited and when it's up, they'll email me the show and I'll put I'll put it out there on my social media and with, with different hashtags, depending on the type of interview it was. If it was an interview, a, a true crime show, and I'm talking about different cases I was involved in, I'll do a lot of hashtags. As far as, you know, true crime, murder mystery, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, it, it's just constant. What I have found for me selling books, doing these podcast interviews by far, um, gets my message out there more than um, Amazon ads, um, Pinterest. You, you know, it's a free way to, to promote your book and get it out there. It's kind of a hack. What I do is I create Craigslist ads for nice. my book. So I'll go on Craigslist and I'll go to uh, for sale by owner. And then I'll put a, a title or something about my book, true stories from the New York city police department. And I'll have the book jacket, a blurb and a couple of photos of my book. Now you can't on Craigslist put the link to your book page where someone can just click 
and be directed to where your book is for sale. However, you're putting it in front of people. They're going to see it. You know what I mean? So what I do is I, I try to target a very populated zip codes, sometimes affluent zip codes. And I mean, on Craigslist at any given time, I have between 80 and 100 ads across the country with my books. That's a fantastic tip, Vic. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. You'll get zapped from time to time. Like someone will get pissed off and zap it. Or there's an algorithm. If uh, you do too many in one shot, like if you sit there and crank out 10 ads in one night, you're mm -hmm. gonna, they're all going to get zapped. So you kind of got to lag them, stagger them, and, and renew them. Once you, once you put them out there every 48 hours, you have to refresh them. So you go back on your account and refresh them. But um, it's, I've definitely sold, I know I've sold books that way. Yeah. My first book um, that I was going to write, I was going to write it with a friend. And we were supposed to meet every week and discuss and blah, 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 blah. And then I realized after about a month into it that he wasn't pulling his weight. Really good friend of mine. He'll be the first to admit it. And I said, I, I think I'm going to do this myself. And it's the same way with me doing self-publishing. From my law enforcement background, I'm not really a trusting person. I got to know you. And uh, I, I read all these horror stories of people paying these services five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to do everything for them. And then at the end of the day, they've got, yeah, they got a self-published book, but then they have a partner. Either there's, 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 there's some kind of fine print with the, with the royalties to the book or they take a percentage and it's like self-published authors, you're not going to get rich doing this. You know, you, if you're successful, you're going to create a steady stream of income, which you have to work at constantly. That's why I'm talking to you right now. So it's, you got to keep at it. Um, the advantage is if you mail your book, a manuscript to a major publishing house, I'm not talking about these independent ones. I'm talking to major publishing houses. Mm -hmm. And if you're lucky and they like it and they edit it and they, and they take care of everything, they will get your book in brick and mortar stores. Now for a self-published author, it's very difficult to get your book in a, in a brick and mortar store because brick and mortar stores don't want to get stuck with the inventory if your book doesn't sell. So if yep. you walk into Barnes and Noble right now, you're going to see a table, tables full of books right up front. And there's going to be newer books for like 10 bucks. And you're going to, what, why is that? It wasn't selling and they got to move it. So with, um, with major publishing houses, um, the brick and mortar stores trust them a little bit more if they send them a run of books. And if they don't sell a lot of times, the publishing houses will take the books back and then they'll donate them. We, we do have that here in Canada. I don't know how it works in the United States, but uh, Chapters Indigo will um, have a There are certain arrangements with indie authors where they will do that sort of thing. And now it used to be before COVID. I don't know what they're doing now, but yeah, it, it definitely is different. And then if you, you get a literary agent and end up with a publisher, uh, you know, there's still the marketing end that you have to do on your own. It's, it's, it's a third of my time. I, I've kind of put writing on the back burner. I kind of write maybe 10, 15 minutes a day at night. But I mean, 90% of my time now is marketing, going on podcasts and interviews. And I'm on the internet scouring the earth trying to get my book out there. Well, you're working hard at it. What keeps you inspired to write? Keeps me out of trouble. Um, when I retired from the NYPD, you know, you go and go, 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 right? And then the music stops in, in life and I'm reti I am retired relatively young and I had to find something to do. You know what I mean? It's um, yeah, I got a pension, but at the same time, I, I like to keep active. I like to keep busy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see myself doing interviews. I really didn't. But here I am. Seems to me there's going to be a lot more stories 
that you'll be sharing? I haven't run out yet. Yeah. I do probably between seven to 12 podcast interviews a week. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, before pod match, I, and I still do, I scour the earth through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, looking for podcasts. That'll be a fit. I'll give anybody a chance. If I think they're a clown, I walk, you know, if, if you want a, a colorful guest with a lot of funny stories about the New York city police department, I'm your guy. So where's the best place for us to find more about you? Not just your book, but where, where can we find you online? Yeah, sure. So I, I have a Twitter and Instagram account. It's at Vic Ferrari five zero. I also have a Facebook page. I don't know the address. I'm terrible. But uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram would be the best way to get a hold of me. I encourage, you know, as, as long as someone's respectful. Yeah, I, I and I put that in the back of, I thank, at, at the end of any, all of my books, I always thank the readers for investing their money and their time, you know, take, to, to, to look at something that I put together. And I, and I, I appreciate reviews and I appreciate feedback positive and negative because sometimes people bring things up and i'm like you know what they had a point so i mean writing i mean as you know it's an ongoing process it just keeps going well thank you very much for taking the time to meet with me today and i look forward to continuing the conversation thank you jen i appreciate it. when it's up just email me the link and i'll promote it on my social media platforms we hope you've enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe like follow and share and we always love reviews until next time thanks for listening